everybody. It's your boy, Paul Rich, bringing you this edition of the King's Wild Podcast. This is a place where you can talk about any and everything. So let's get started. Tonight, we got the wild cards in the house. First, we got a full dose of black girl magic, the lovely, intelligent, sassy, distinguished example of a woman, Miss A100, or as we call her, Miss A1. Hey, how are y'all doing? <laughs> and for the other wild card, for y'all familiar with Project Pat, he got a blunt to his lips, gun on his heel, rocking his sock, pocket full of chills. We got the OG from the Delta, Warren. What up, dog? What's going on? <laughs> so look, man, of course I consider it an honor and a privilege to be doing this thing with y'all. And um, I mean, I just think at this point, we can just jump right into things. Huh? Now, you know, before this whole COVID situation came in and hijacked the news, there was plenty of things going on, plenty of subjects that we had to discuss. And one thing that kind of stood out to me that kind of fell by the wayside when this happened is these celebrities and the sexual assault either the cases or, or charges or just the accusations that they face. And, yeah. um, you know, we kind of threw that to the wayside because I think at the time, you know, Bill Cosby had been sentenced, R. Kelly had been arrested, but Weinstein hadn't yet been um, sentenced yet. And you heard people talking about, well, what about Weinstein? What about this? So I just want to, like, defer to you guys and um, let you talk about you know, the dynamics of the situation and how you feel about uh, the sexual assault with these celebrities. Miss A1, you want to you start off since you relate, we're going to defer to you? I kind of feel like you can't put them all, all in the same category. And I think that sometimes we have a tendency to want to group them together, but I can't help but feel like their scenario, the scenarios and situations that they were placed in life were extremely different. I think that Bill Cosby was dealing with um, adults. R. Kelly was dealing with minors. I'll say that. Um, and both of the situations bother me. I think that um, as Black men, I feel like sometimes their issues have been highlighted a little bit more, mm -hmm. I want to say, maybe than some of their counterparts. Um, not to proclaim their innocence, but I just feel like people want to put all of these people in the same category, and I really don't think you can do that. I think that um, Bill Cosby's accusers are able to come out um, and talk about things that he has done, but I feel like at the same time, none of these women are saying um, that they, they don't, they're not saying that they were abused in the same way that R. Kelly's, um, you know, accusers are, and I feel like that's that's a tricky situation because I feel like as a society we would be putting so much accountability on men without putting any accountability on women. Now I know that that's like an issue, but are you telling me that if Bill Cosby, who is not a medical doctor, tells you to come up to his room and he's gonna give you some medicine? Like, I mean, honestly, like he's Bill Cosby. Like you really are just gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, give me. I mean, give me whatever you got. I guess I just feel a little. That was Dr. I'm going to just let somebody step in for a minute because, yeah, I'm, I, I can't put these people in the same category. Well, I, I understand that 
But at the same time, I don't think they, they're not necessarily in the same category. Like one thing that you, that you heard a lot before anybody got sentenced was like, what about Weinstein? What about Weinstein? I realized that Bill Cosby was sentenced from three to 10 years, meaning he could get out as early as three years. And I guess that that goes uh, hand in hand with him dealing with adults versus Weinstein, which he was dealing with adults as well, but I guess his crimes are more egregious, but that man got 23 years and he's 67 years old. So if my math is correct, he'll be 90 before he can get out. You know, where Bill Cosby, he's he's old too, he's 82, so he could be in until he's 92. So effectively, yeah. as far as age is concerned, you know, they, well, 10 don't compare to 23, and three definitely does. And for R. Kelly, shame. I, I'll be the first to say that that is the biggest waste because I, I think R. Kelly definitely is the greatest artist, uh, artist, songwriter, creative mind, probably of my lifetime. And that's, that's even including Michael Jackson because R. Kelly, Michael Jackson didn't write all his own stuff. R. Kelly wrote for himself and others. Oh, and then we got Prince in there. So, but I'm, well, he's top three. I'll put it like that, you know. His ass can write some songs in jail. There's plenty of time. A lot of good albums came out of people spending time in jail. He can write. He can write some songs in jail. <laughs> but who's gonna perform them? If he give me a, if he give me a song, I sing it. But I can't sing like that. All I know is his people pushing out albums. You know, from from jail every day. I mean, you know, he can go ahead and and he's a different situation. I don't have I I don't have any sympathy um, for him. I feel like his ass should be in trouble. But I also feel like in addition to him people should hold the parents accountable as well. I think that they go hand in hand. I mean, um, I don't know how you could talk about one without the other. In that I situation. agree with that. Boy, I feel no, like I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What'd you say? I said, yeah, I'm tripping. Our killer made 12 play. He gets the pass. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You are going to. Are you are you serious right now? No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> R. Kelly, R. Kelly shouldn't have had the chance to make R. Kelly because he married Aaliyah in 1995. And but now, don't you think that as artists, people that are talented, don't you think that that's why people get so pissed off that these celebrities get away with stuff because they feel like maybe their talent or their celebrity makes room for them to be able to get away with things that the average person could not? Of course, because yeah. that's why that's why uh, MJ haven't been touched. Anybody has been accused of messing around with kids, you don't even have to make it to court. People are gonna judge you already. But Michael Jackson was such a transcendent talent. People was willing to let their kids spend the night with him. Think about that. Who would you let your child? My child could be a teenager. She ain't spend a night with a grown man. And but then, people let their kids spend a night with him after, even after he had been accused the first time. It was just like, that's what I mean about these artists should be in trouble for their crimes, but are we not going to speak on the ignorance or blatant disregard for the children's safety by the parents who allow their kids to be put in that situation? Exactly. And you know, I said it tongue-in-cheek earlier about 
you know, R. Kelly made 12 play, but both of them, Michael Jackson and R. Kelly, these accusations were made on, on both of them a long time ago. Yeah. And it was still able to operate. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't there, but somebody told me about something that R. Kelly did, and they said <laughs> they seen it. Like, I heard that R. Kelly gave a manual on how to eat the groceries <laughs> on put a young person as his subject matter, as his experimental. <laughs> yeah. Or, hey, but <laughs> I've no, I've no, I've no, I've zero sympathy for R. Kelly, but I also feel like while he is being persecuted, justly, the parents of these children, and I know that people, you know, have a million, you know, excuses how the parents have had an opportunity to come out and speak on their own behalf and say things like, um, you know, well, he said that he was going to help make her famous and that we, and I'm just like, I have a daughter and I can't think of one grown man that I would just be like, will you really? So you, so you say you're going to look out for her. Okay. Well, yeah, you know, I'll send her down there or whatever. Uh, let me know when y'all done recording that track. Exactly. I mean, where, where do they do that? Like, I don't understand that. And to piggyback on that, any predator, any person in power, any person that rises to power, they have a support system. They have a group of enablers, which will include the parents sometimes, that allow yeah. them to, to, to grow in power, to, and, and in the case of these kids, to get these kids along, you, you are literally leading your child by the hand to a predator and leaving them with their predator. I know Michael Jackson wasn't found guilty. I love Michael. I got on a Michael Jackson shirt, but the first time I heard about Michael Jackson touching my child, he wouldn't have had to wait until uh, he died from that overdose. <laughs> oh, Paul, don't act like that. Paul, you're being ridiculous. Don't act like that. They're right. That's the, that's the man. I, hey, what's the dude named Dr. King? Lee Harvey Oswald. That's what I'd be famous mm -hmm. for. Choking life out that motherfucker. Like, oh my bad. My bad. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's what's up. So I just wanted to talk about that because that's one of the topics that, that kind of got washed out of the mainstream when COVID hit, you know. But I just I appreciate your input on that. Hey, we need to get you a cup. You're the only one missing. A one hundred. You ain't one hundred without the uh, truly, truly. I, I have a bottle. I have a bottle of water over here right now. You know, trying to, trying to avoid and keep keep, keep hey. my quarantine calories down. You know what you can do with that bottle of water? Pour it on worm chest. Open your shirt up. Okay. What <laughs> worm? Open up your jacket a little bit. Let us see what you got going on. Let us, let us see. Let us see those chains. Open no, it up a little bit. Let's see your chains. That's for the uh, after hour podcast. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. All right. Stylish. Hey, you're going to really see a king get wild after the uh, the recording. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, our next subject, speaking of the quarantine, we're watching those calories. I imagine that many of the women are getting thick during this period of time. And for those women that are getting thick and ain't by yourself, who are you with? Who are you spending that time with? And was this person your intended quarantine boo? Or was this somebody who told you they was your boo? And then the quarantine hit, and y'all end up living together, and that just ain't working out? Or is this your long time boo? 
Mm-hmm. That that you with you with them now, you realize, man, this shit ain't gonna work. You know what? <laughs> what? Yeah. The old adage goes, you never know a person until you live with them. Hey. I've heard that, that before. Yeah, for real. That's so true. Whatever you call it, shacking or whatever you call it, you never know a person until you live with. It's cool when y'all visiting and they're doing your little booty girl thing or whatever, but when y'all under the same roof for all that time, you're going to find out some things that you just didn't know that you didn't like about that person. You know? And thank you. Like what? What are some things that you might find out about your, your quarantine buddy that you didn't know prior to that? I'm like, man, this dude or this lady, her toenails. I mean, she needs to clip them. You know, stuff like that. What if you, what if you found, what if you did find out that the person couldn't cook? Like, what if you, what if that was like a, like a plus, like something you honestly felt like, you know, you would need an amazing, they could cook meals every once in a while whenever y'all got together. But now that you're on lockdown, they're asked to produce these meals repeatedly and, you getting bologna sandwiches and chips every night. Is that a deal breaker for you if, if she can't cook? Yes, it is. Wow, really? Why? Plain and simple. I mean, that's just this. I mean, okay, I won't put it as crucial as deal breaker. Okay. Be, that'll be the that'll be the gold star by your name, right next to put toys away with finished. You know, that'd be okay. like that. <laughs> okay. Like, so you yeah. so you don't cook. You don't cook? Yes, it is. Okay. Quite well, man. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I would but, like to But you that. see that as her job. You see that as one of her jobs? No, I'm not gonna say one of her jobs. That is like I would like to be able to come home and not have to worry about it all the time. You mm-hmm. know? Or yeah. or cooking every day. Who want like I don't even I like to cook. I love to cook. But if I got a, another whole-ass grown person living with me, for real, and I come home and you'll never cook, I'm like, damn, I'm going to be mad as hell taking that fish out on. Like, fuck. For real. <laughs> I cook Monday and Tuesday. I can't get it. And I don't want to spend all our quarantine money on, on uh, takeout or delivery. Okay. Because this is time to be stacking a little bit of bread. So, okay. <laughs> you know? What if, what if she what if she's working just like you are? Do you feel like sometimes that guys' expectations are too high, and maybe one reason that they're struggling during the quarantine is maybe because their expectations um, don't match the reality. Like if she wasn't doing this before, this is what you expect now that you're in quarantine, just because you on lockdown. Yeah, just like I said before, you never know a person until you live with them. You wouldn't have known this if this situation hadn't arose. But have you yeah. told her? Have you told her that that's like? You know how people say that one of like their problems in relationships um, is communication. All right, have you communicated that you feel like that that is um, a desire? Because if you're just dating somebody, then you may not let them know up front that that's one of the things that are really important to you. So when you go on your first date before the quarantine and you were talking to this person, you let them know that cooking is something very important to you. That a woman knows how to prepare meals. You said this. Oh, oh yeah, me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. You said it. And you said it good. I agree. Yeah. Just, just gonna be surprising the women now that you're not. They gonna lock down with all these new expectations. But um, think about it. Yeah. 
It don't have to be. It does, this situation, I mean, it could have been, you know, just us doing us. I'm not going to anything, you know, lost in translation, nothing. I mean, you okay. know, I'm going to enunciate. I'm going <laughs> to clarify everything. Okay. And my, and my thing is, if you somehow end up, if we somehow end up living together during the quarantine, then yeah, I'm, I'm at some point, you're going to know that either I can cook or I can't cook. And, you know, I'm going to expect you to pick this up. Like, if I'm living somewhere and I'm, I guess me personally, I'm going to carry my load. I'm going to do what I need to do. So if the toilet mess up, you know, your boy probably gonna fix that. I may not even know what I'm doing, but if the internet works, we gonna. Hey, YouTube, I'm willing to get my hands dirty. My hands, okay. no ass, so I I can reach in the toilet. But like, I just feel like women need clear expectations no. of like what of 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 what you expect early on. I feel like it's kind of hard to throw her into that situation. And you knew the woman that you had before y'all were together. And if she wasn't cooking meals before, if she wasn't cleaning up, if she wasn't preparing all these things for you, you think once you're in the quarantine that you're going to see all that action? Well, what happened to the mother of nature? The, the nurturer? Oh, um, I think that that I think that that's a thing. But do you feel like at some point that our generation is... Um, a little but further removed from that. We can be removed yeah. from it. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I'll say we can be removed from it, but like that, 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 that's what it cuts both ways. So, yes. If that's what I'm going to say. How many men do you know that lead with that? How many men do you know that literally tell a woman that that's the type of woman they have? Sometimes, like, if I encompass the type of woman I wanted, someone who she got to be bad. You know, that definition varies from person to person. But some women in today's society do not let, it doesn't interpret as I want someone who's educated, someone who's hardworking, someone who cooks, someone who cleans. They're thinking more of maybe their outer appearance because they don't feel like guys are looking for depth. And that's a communication error. That's not just like something women are coming up with. That's men as a whole sometimes that help paint that picture and then women aspire to that instead of aspiring to be mothers or people who cook or people who nurture, as you as you say. Mm -hmm. I'm just well, saying. there is no you can't make this. You're making this a one-sided gender thing. This goes both ways. Oh, okay. You know, men is the same way. <laughs> okay. You know, that goes both ways. Okay. Yeah, as, long, as long as as long as it goes both as long as it goes both ways. Okay. Well, this is what I'm gonna say as a man. If there's a type of woman that I get stuck with during quarantine, she fine and she's beautiful. Well, if we on lockdown for two or three months, then no. I'm gonna give I'm gonna get my stroke game up with her. <laughs> uh, her ass is fine as soon as we get free. <laughs> hey, but like the next chick, she gonna cook, she gonna clean, and so am I. But she gonna she gonna do her part to maintain it, maintain the house or whatever it is, and because I don't worked on my stroke game during this quarantine, the rest of twenty twenty is gonna be all the chance. That's a whole nother topic. What, that's, look, that's that's a whole not, another topic. What's next? <laughs> so so look. Hey. Hey.
Boy, you crazy. Since we all, we got, we got these, you know, we got these, these older spirits, these soulful spirits in us, man. I just thought, like, the night couldn't be completed. We didn't just do a little throwback session on here. Okay. And, so, and so people can understand where we come from and our references and, and our mind state and what our foundation is. You know, a big part of it is music. Everybody was raised on music. You know, where the Saturday morning, cleaning the kitchen, cleaning the house, mm-hmm. and you in the shower, whatever. And I just feel like we came through in like the greatest era. If, if America was ever great, it was great in the 90s. We had the, I agree. We had the best sports teams. Rodney King getting his ass beat. We had a we had a nigga murder a white woman and her boyfriend, and the motherfucker got off. <laughs> hey, when they read that OJ verdict, man, I never forget. It was a dude that had two braids on his head, like Coolio, and they read that shit, and they announced it at like one p.m. And then they was running. He was like OJ free. Hey, no, wow. I would never forget either, dude. I was walking in front of Conway Hall. It was some girls <laughs> with that nice birthday. They were like, the white girl was like, no, no, no. Like, hey, they showed the screenshot of like a group of white people and a group of black people. <laughs> not giving it about Johnny Cochran belongs in the Hall of Fame for giving it I mean, like, like. You know how comedians talked about it afterwards? I'd never forget this one comedian saying, OJ didn't do it, but he watched. Like, he watched. Like, he, like, like they said, he took too many hits, you know, in football. You know, he physically wasn't able. Like, he no longer had the juice, he said, but he watched. Like, he was there. He was like, you know. OJ saw it, huh? Yeah. OJ yeah. got goals. You know? He had goals yeah. back then. Yes, his his goons had goons. He like was just like I mean I don't even know what you talking about. Like yeah, agreed. But uh, but uh, but back to my original topic. Like the nineties was one of the best generations. We that was the beginning of reality TV. You mm-hmm. know we had like people was singing kumbaya for the most part. But the biggest part of that was the music. So okay. I, just wanted, I wanted to ask each of you, so we can get this out the way, because I know the reference is going to be coming, going mm-hmm. to be coming. So I'm like, tell me, what were your top five? And we were, we were a generation of love. We were a generation of love and love making. And Let me pull out my notes. We knew our feelings back then. Pull them out, girl, because you might have. We're going to stay on this for a second. So give me your top five and you can tell me how you want to do it we can do our top okay. five r&b groups of the 90s you okay. can split it in the male or female but i want to okay. see the overall and then we can finish it up with our honorable mention because there was so many great groups back then so tell me about your music i want i want to i want to see what y'all know so a1 you want to go first on this Okay, I'm gonna throw a couple. I'm gonna throw a couple out there. I'm not gonna tell you all of them, but I'm gonna tell you a couple. Okay, so one of my groups is in Vogue. What do you? What like, is, so you starting with the women? You starting with the ladies? That's I combine mine. I combine my. I combine my top people with men and women, just like top okay. groups that just had like talent. Okay. So in Vogue is like on my top. In Vogue were like four women, all girl group. Everybody in the group like had equal singing time. Each person was talented 
Um, these women were beautiful. Uh, they wore like minimum makeup. I mean, it was just like the standard of beauty and talent was just like incomparable. Like they are, and Vogue is my group. Um, I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, <laughs> the five heartbeats. All right. So, so, so hear me out about the five heartbeats, right? So, um, the movie came out in the 90s. And you know, we really didn't have Google, but my mom had to tell me that they weren't like a legit group. Like, oh, that's what's up. I, I was thinking like that, we called him Eddie Kane for years before people turned us on to the fact that his last name really was Eddie King. Like he kept saying- King in the hood. His, his name is Eddie King. But I just like, man, they were a phenomenal group to not be a group. Like I was really out here thinking <laughs> like- the no money. Money. <laughs> got no fancy Oh, whenever he sung the ha a house, a house is not a home. Boy, let me let me go ahead and tell you. All right, so there's there's that they they probably are on them. New edition. So I know new edition didn't have like a whole lot of albums, but I feel like they set the tone. Well, I'm saying as far as in the night in the '90s when they were coming into you know being oh, young oh, men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like. I don't know that they kind of paved the way for like the modern day boy band, if you will. And I just feel like, you know, Can You Stand the Rain is a classic like to yeah. this day. They still um, stand together, did an album, and all of them had solo albums. And, um, agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in the night, um, Drew Hill, um, you can't have a group without boys to men. And, I feel like Tony, 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 and SWV. All right, there go my people. So she gave us okay. five heartbeats. Was my honorable mention. All right, like I mean, we, I mean, I mean, we, we gotta, we gotta be honest with it. Okay. Ain't nobody saying like Eddie Kane. All right, nobody. But nobody. You know, you know what his daddy told him? You ain't gonna be you shit. Ain't gonna be shit. Cause Cause I ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Warren, what's up, man? Give me your top five. You can do male, you can do female, you can do overall group. You just, how you want to do it? Yeah, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll go overall. Not in no, I'm going to say not in no particular order. You got to do them in order. Come on, man. Step what, in. I'm saying, what I'm saying is, my number, okay. Okay. My number one, my number one is Jodeci. How did you leave them off? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I, I have them on my list, but then I just had to throw out like you know five, but they're on my list. <laughs> Jodeci, then new edition. Okay. Boys to men. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna throw guy in there. I like some some guy. You know, good me. Was that okay? Oh. <laughs> and then like the fifth group, I have a couple. Okay. You know, like honorable mentions and all that whoop to whoop. Okay. I got SWV. I used to like them good. They're very okay. talented. Yeah. Good good choice. Coco yeah, in there. With Vogue in there. Then, like this is a <laughs> this is a 
personal favorite? I mean, like, hey, style. You know, I know they probably didn't amass the critical. Uh, okay. It was name, a famous made name, off of H Town. Name three songs. The H Town thing. Uh, knocking boots. Yes. Okay. Emotions. Yes. Okay. And uh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh, I'm trying to hate. They had some joints. Yeah. Uh, Licky okay. Park. Yeah. Okay. I guess. I guess. So I don't feel bad now about naming the five heartbeats since we're going to put H-Town in the top. Like, really? Like, if we were doing a bracket. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Stop. Let's take this real slow. H-Town dance right here. Wait a minute. What, what was that dance? That dance ahead. Hold on. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yes. No. Yes. No. And that's that's another reason why they should not be, like, on the top. H-Town, girl. <laughs> You got any more? No, so this, those are my groups. Okay. 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 <laughs> so I did, I did like, I did men and women, and then overall, then I got like a ton of like honorable mentions because it was just so much talent in the 90s. So I just go through them quickly. And these are in order. Like my 90s groups, men, boys and men, Jodeci, Drew Hill, Silk and Tony, Tony, Tony. So those are my top five guy groups from the 90s. And then my girl groups in order, but this was tough. So I got In Vogue, okay. TLC, All right. Escape, okay. SWV, mm -hmm. and Total. Because Total, Total, like some pictures, like doing the, the what's that, yeah. the Bobby Smurder? Like in all the screens like this, let me lean in, let me lean out. Yeah, so total was joint. And then my overall boys and men number one, in vogue number two, TLC number three, Jodeci, then Drew Hill. And then Jodeci TLC, like TLC was just worldwide. Do you know I was at a I was at a party and it was people who knew Casey and JoJo was as a group. But didn't know who Jodeci was. So like I can see how. Because for years people kept thinking that, I mean, you know, you found out like that Dalvin wrote songs, but when you look at Devontae, other than talking sensual and looking at the camera like this, <laughs> I wanna free you. But you know, uh he, to be real, he was uh really the most important part of it. He used to write the song and like the instruments. He wrote songs. Okay. He, yeah, he wrote his played songs. instruments. He mm -hmm. wrote songs and he actually sang on a couple of songs. And he did talk, you know. Yeah. But he was the he was the glue. He was the glue man. You always need that glue. If you don't have the glue, the groups ain't gonna last like two weeks. So so why didn't they go solo? Why weren't they if they are truly the glue? Then why, when the other two went solo, they were successful? Why didn't you ever go? Did you ever go buy a Mr. Dalvin album? But he had an album. Did you buy nope. it? I saw the video on uh, nope. that show late at night on BT. He had them blue dots on the track, and he spent the round nope. playing the drums like this. He had them blue dots. <laughs> Mr. Dalvin got an album. Did you buy it? No, did I did not. 
I brought that's kind of like Kelly. liking the look, Jackson, look. that's kind of like liking the Jackson Five, and then be like, man, Tito got Tito this new got album out, man, Tito and I'm about to go get this Tito album. Have y'all heard that new Tito Jackson album? Well, look, I would have bought Mr. Dalvin, but I bought the Splackavelli album instead. So you <laughs> you have to make that choice sometimes. Yeah. Hey, the back season. then the, the CDs were twenty five dollars a piece. So you yeah, have to make right. choice. I agree. I agree. I was like, uh, Dalvin got a one song, but Splackavelli. I just feel like I could talk about that in twenty years, and it's still gonna be relevant. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I what I was talking about. You, you were wrong on both accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. So, so, I got a long honorable mention list, but I just want to give a shout out to some of the groups from the 90s that we did not even name. We got okay. Black Street. We yeah. got Immature. Mm -hmm. Color Me Bad. Yeah. 112. Jagged Truth. Edge. True. Yeah. Jagged Edge. Troop was good. High five. Did I say yeah. intro? No, no you didn't say intro. They, intro no, those four right there. They almost made my list. Yeah, we got Jay. We got yeah. two changing faces. Jay. Yeah. Don't yeah. Know. Hey, can you name me more than one Jay song? I can name four. I can't, which is why they were not on the list. <laughs> I can't. Hey, I can't. changing faces. Do you mind if I yeah. stole you? I don't mind. He was he wrote that oh. to my girl and gave it to change the face. Groove theory. Groove theory. Oh my god. They were they make, were a good group. They were a good group. That was dope. That, that was a dope group. I can't think of anything else they sing though. That's all they sung. What about Shy? Oh, how did we not mention Shy? Because yep, I can't real. think of yeah. more, I, I can't think of more than two songs they sung. They had a couple. They, they had sung, two albums. I I can't think of their songs though. I think yeah, I had a song called uh, "Come with Me" on the second album. Uh, and uh, I don't want to be alone. This second Com album, "Comfort." The first album was I remember "Comfort." Uh, "Comfort," yeah, "Comforter." Uh, if I ever fall in love, baby, I'm yours. Mm hmm. And it seemed like there's one more that I cannot remember. White boys be singing this song. But <laughs> 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 well, look, y'all. <laughs> Man, this has been excellent. This has been excellent. I think uh, at this point in time, man, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. But I want to thank both of you for coming out tonight. Um, just some of the things we talked about just lets me know that we're going to have so much more to talk about on the next episode. But at this point, I want to thank y'all. I want to thank everybody else for joining in. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. We'll be, be back next week with some dope-ass topics. We're going to make you think while keeping you entertained. And until then, tell your friends, tell your foes, every man, woman, and you can leave out your child. But we always got something for you when you tune in to King's Wild. Yep, and I don't want to be late. I got to be on stage. My stage name is Mr. One Night. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, we, see, we see that jacket. You see that jacket? You just you look kind of kind of Next time, I want you to bring look home and just put it in the chest here. That's my <laughs> outfit. I get a gold-plated fine tooth comb. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs>
he said he liked God. Teddy Riley would be really proud of you right now with that outfit. You look like that old cover, that album cover where they had them dark glasses on and they was posed yeah. like this with the hand barely on the chin. Where they're like, yeah. That's why. That's why he put gown as this. You ain't lying in the yeah, That is. That is why he did it. I could tell by that outfit. The whole time he up there thinking, groove me, <laughs> baby. <laughs> looking like Aaron. Looking like Aaron Hall, brother. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>